Hello, welcome to another episode of A 30-Minute Life, where I share my experience of my illness so that your experience of your chronic illness might be a little bit better. On May the 6th, 2021, I wrote a post, Diagnosis Day, not the best birthday gift. Cold, the cold was attacking my right leg. It was as if I had stepped into a deep freeze, and this normally active leg was freezing up. Its movement slowed, making every step an effort. The muscles of my back were screaming in pain, and I could not understand why my back was sore, when it was my leg which had the problem. Four months earlier, I had felt my first symptoms. Numb heels at first, and this disappeared. It happened again, but this time the numbness travelled further up my leg. The feeling was like I was walking using sticks, not feet. Then this faded away. Another week and it started again, travelling up my body as far as my chest. Of course, I went to the doctor and was referred to the hospital. A full week of tests and recovery. That was in late November 1991. It was my birthday, January 23rd, 1992, and it was the day of my appointment with a neurologist who had conducted all these tests. January in London is cold. The cold was not my friend. It was stealing my ability to walk, and I hoped the doctor would give me some idea what was wrong. The journey on the tube warmed me up, and I was able to walk properly into the hospital. The discussion was brief, to the point. He said, I have multiple sclerosis. The functional MRI helped with the diagnosis and showed white marks on my spinal cord in the neck area. The results of the testing of my spinal cord fluid had oligoclonal banding. These clues, plus the relapsing remitting nature of my symptoms, added together for a clinical diagnosis. In a state of shock, I asked what were the next steps. Was there a pill or procedure to help? He looked at me and said, There is nothing we can do. My only choice was to keep doing what I was doing. Perhaps speak to the MS Society or, and to start taking evening primrose oil because it contains GLA, gamma-linoleic acid, something which might help repair the coating of my nerves, a coating which my body was destroying. I left the office and made my way back home to phone my parents. There were no mobile phones back then, and checked the encyclopedia to try and understand more. The future looked gloomy when I read this heavy book of knowledge. No cure, just continuous decline. As there was nothing I could do, I put on my suit, headed back to the tube, and went to work. In the years since, so much has changed. There are multiple treatments to slow the progression. Research is getting closer to knowing why we get this disease and there is much better support and aids to help us manage the symptoms. I was fortunate to be diagnosed so quickly, a rarity, 29 years ago. A day that changed my life. Reading back this post from a year ago now, I remember that day and it's etched in my brain. And the consultant, when I asked him what I could do, that's what he said. Just keep doing what you're doing. And somehow I had to block out the fact that I wasn't well, that I had this incurable illness, and that I had to get on with my life and just keep 
doing what I was doing. The problem was it was harder and harder to do it. I just didn't have the energy. My fatigue was really bad. I was down to only working four days a week. And even the days that I did work, I arrived in late and left early. I just didn't have the energy. And on top of this, my body was rebelling against me. My legs were not working properly. My sensations were all funny. And now today, I still have those problems. My mobility has gotten worse and worse. And my sensation, my fingertips are like little fireworks going off in my fingertips. The fatigue is still here. And on top of that, I have now persistent post-traumatic headache, which is an added complication, plus sarcoidosis and asthma. But recently, I went to another scan, which I shared in a podcast or an episode more recently. And it was a positive experience getting the treatment. Leading up to it, it wasn't so good. But after I had my treatment and my symptoms have improved, so my walking is a bit better and my fatigue has reduced a little bit, not as much as I would like. But when I went to see the consultant, he looked at my scans and he said that my brain was looking healthy. It didn't have anything, no new activity was going on there. And the one thing that I was concerned with, because this is a problem with multiple sclerosis, is our brains age quicker. We lose brain mass. And as you lose that, you can lose cognitive ability. But mine seemed to be normal for my age, which is absolutely fantastic. I was thrilled about that. However, the MRI scan did show that there are more scars on my spine. And these extra scars add to extra problems. And I didn't know if I was going to be put on a new treatment to help improve this situation. Would I be put onto a new disease-modifying therapy? These are very intense. They have different types, some more aggressive than others. And the problem with these treatments is, first, the great thing is that they help to reduce the severity and the amount of disability you get over your lifetime. And that's absolutely fantastic, but they do come with other consequences. Some of these therapies reduce your ability to fight off infection and disease, which was a big issue during COVID. But they also come with side effects, extra pain, headache, nausea, and these can be difficult to live with when you're not really seeing any benefit today from the medication, but it's going to be over years that it will benefit you. It's very hard to handle that, and I wasn't too sure whether I wanted to go through all of those symptoms from a new therapy. So I asked the doctor, the neurologist, what could I do? And he said, for someone who has had multiple sclerosis for 30 years, I'm doing very well. The level of my disability isn't as bad as he would have expected. The response of my body to the steroids was good and positive, and this gives me a little bit of courage. We also discussed ways to manage my various symptoms. So, for example, now when I stand up, 
I get quite dizzy. He gave me strategies to deal with that. And I'm now starting to suffer a little bit from a tremor in my hands and less strength. And I need to adapt to this. And the suggestions were different ways of holding a pen or holding a knife and fork, but also to start using maybe my better hand, which might be my left hand. So as a result of this, I'm now trying to learn to write with my left hand again, which I had to do many, many years ago when I broke my right arm. It's amazing how the world turns around. And this is the point that gave me a moment to smile. And I asked him, what can I do now, given 30 years history of multiple sclerosis? And he copied exactly the same words that I heard 30 years earlier. Just keep doing what you're doing. And I think that's all I can do. And I'll concentrate on that and make sure that whatever ability I have, whatever time I have, whatever energy I have, that I just keep doing what I'm doing. Thank you for listening to A 30 Minute Life. If you have the time, could you please write a review or share this podcast with your friends? It helps more people hear about the experience of one person with MS. Goodbye.